Are we done? Are we done talking about Deep Root Pinball not showing up to their own reveal with anything? I mean, at what point do you guys stop asking the questions of whether or not this technology will add to pinball? The only question you need to ask is where's the assembly line, people? Who's going to build these games, right? Pinball's a manufacturing industry. It's not a design industry. They're called Deep Root Studios. They're not called Deep Root Manufacturing. But Stern's a pinball manufacturer, so is Jersey Jack, so is American Pinball. And I'm sorry, but if you want the respect from all those other companies that you talk so much smack about, you gotta show up with something. You can't tell everyone else their outfits are ugly, then you show up to the party naked. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know about you, but this has made all of us have a newfound respect for all the pinball companies out there. And it's time we turn a page because that thing is done for a while. We don't want to hear from Robert and Deep Root until they have a working game. It's all about Guns N' Roses, Jersey Jack pinball coming up in a few weeks, people. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's kick things off. Welcome to the only pinball podcast that refuses to sign any NDAs. Yeah, we're going to disclose how we feel all times on Canada's Pinball Podcast. So here's what I want to talk about. We're going to put what happened earlier this week behind us because I think it's time that everyone in the community just realizes one thing. Everything you're debating, everything from the pin bar to the technologies to the titles, it doesn't matter. None of it means anything. The only thing that matters in pinball is manufacturing. That's it. Because what good is all of this design if there's no one to make it, people? You have to understand that. None of it matters. And the only thing none of you have seen is a manufacturing line. And what happens when you go visit Stern? What happens when you go visit Jersey Jack Pinball? What, why are these companies encased in these humongous buildings that feature predominantly 90% of everything is the manufacturing line? So what happens when you walk through Deep Root Studios? Are you seeing a manufacturing line? And here's the thing, here's the thing. I just feel that it's time that everyone just lets it go. It's time to move on. The only time that we should ever hear from Deep Root again, and I'm not saying like we might never hear from them again, but the only time we should hear from them again is when they have a working final machine, right? So there's that, but most importantly, the only time we should hear from them again is when they can prove to us that they can make these things, manufacture them, and have them in box. It is, it is beyond that point. It is beyond that point. And I think the silver lining in all this, I, I just have to say it. I think this entire fiasco has brought the community together like never before. Right? It's like we're all allies now against a common ridiculous moment in pinball. And I'm seeing like all these personalities that usually never agree on anything. We all agree that this was a fiasco. And it's unfortunate that the very people who got to witness it, the six souls that went down there can't say anything. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing how they were all reading from the This Week in Pinball website. Like, this is the script. We got to stick to it. It's like, okay, I get that you're reading what you saw, but how did you feel? What did you think? Can you even formulate an opinion? 
It's unbelievable. I really enjoyed uh, Zach Manny when he was interviewing Chris, the correspondent, because Zach was asking him like the tough questions. And it was amazing watching him try to answer. It's like Zach would be like, true or false? Did you guys convince Robert to delay the reveal? And he's just like, uh, let me just tell you a long story because I can't answer a true or false question because I'm under NDA. So it's brought us all together. The other thing this has done, and I, I don't know about you, but this is how I feel. The other thing this has done, I think this has given everyone in pinball a newfound respect and admiration for every single company that is able to get it done. And I mean that. I mean that. I mean, think about it like this for a minute. John Papaduke went over to American Pinball. He brought them his version of Houdini, which was, as J-Pop does best, a completely physical, impossible game to make. Like, literally, it's just like there were ball directions that went into the middle of nowhere. Okay, so what happened? American Pinball realized that J-Pop's design was not going to work. They get rid of him. And in eight months, people, think about this. In eight months, Joe Balser joins the team and gets that game into a box and into people's homes. They made Houdini in eight months. They made it. They manufactured it. They ordered all the parts. Everything you needed to do to build the pinball machine, they learned how to do it, and they got it done. It's been three to five years at Deep Root. It's been at least three years since Roz has been worked on. Eight months. So I respect you, Joe Balser. I respect you, American Pinball. Chicago Gaming Company, they get it done. Stern Pinball, you don't even have to say Stern Pinball gets it done. My God, do they get it done. Jersey Jack Pinball gets it done. And these institutions, if you go into them, are manufacturing institutions. And again, I, I can't reiterate enough. The only images we didn't see were anything that resemble a manufacturing line. So until that happens... And until we see their ability to do that, I am not, I'm not going to give this company any more time to discuss stuff. Like I'm here to talk about people's pinball machines. I'm not here to talk about your PowerPoint presentation. That means nothing. Anyone can make a PowerPoint presentation, but only a handful of companies can make pinball machines. And then the learning for them, the learning for them is you can't go around making fun of all of these companies who have executed who have delivered game after game after game. At the end of the day, he should have, they should have, and we all should show those companies respect who get it done. I mean, seeing this reveal on Monday almost made me respect Oktoberfest. It did. It almost made me respect Oktoberfest. I didn't quite get there. I didn't quite get there, but it almost made me do it. Okay? So Deep Root Studios, if you're listening... The next time we want to hear from you, you got to prove to us you can manufacture any other any other statements, any other story, any other excuse is not going to fly. And that's it. Got to go quiet now. Got to go dark into the night until you can figure it out. All right. So this is why this is it. That chapter's closed. I, I don't even want to talk about it anymore because you know what's about to happen. This whole thing has distracted us from the reality of the fact that we are just a few weeks away from Eric Minier's sophomoric title, Guns and Effin' Roses from Jersey Jack Pinball. And you know how I feel about it. You know how he feels about it. And I think right now, considering what we all went through this week, this is needed now more than ever because we are going to see, we are going to see all you need to do to make an amazing pinball machine. You don't have to reinvent everything. You don't have to change the box. You don't have to give me a leveling system. Just give me a kick-ass pinball machine 
based on a kick-ass theme with a kick-ass layout, kick-ass call-outs, kick-ass sound system, kick-ass light. The whole thing's going to kick your ass in a good way. And you're going to see it and you're going to be like, this is awesome. It's just an awesomely cool pinball machine. It's not going to arrive in PowerPoint format. It's not going to arrive under NDA. We're all going to be able at the same time to say how excited we are for this game or, or if we're not, right? If, we, if you don't like it, you can also say that. We're not going to be there like unable to express our opinions. And so I am so excited for this title. You know that. And so my Rick and Morty is sold. It got picked up today. Rick and Morty number 50. I enjoyed it. You got my review on it. I'll say this. The game held value. I sold the game. It, it went to a great owner in Pennsylvania. Great guy. Picked it up this morning. Fast Eddie came here. Fast Eddie is the greatest man on planet Earth. He wraps machines like nobody else. And we blanketed it. We made sure everything was safe. We put it on the back of the truck and off she went. And now the space is clear for Guns and Effin' Roses. Now, I have to be honest. I may not put Guns and Roses in this apartment. I may wait to Brenda and myself and Bubba find a new home. Now, I'm not looking like right away, but I'll tell you this, moving a pin in and out of this one bedroom apartment is a pain in the rear end, and I'm not sure I wanna do it again. Now, I'm here to tell you this right now. On day one, I will have a collector's edition of Guns N' Roses. I'm still shocked that Jersey Jack Pinball and Eric aren't just saying, look, it's available, it's GNR, and, and, and we're going to do what Spooky did. Give a date and a time in which the CEs go on sale. I guarantee you they could sell all 250 of Eric's sophomoric effort without even seeing it, okay? I bet you they could do it. And I'm just here to tell you right now, when you put Guns N' Roses side by side with Rick and Morty, it's, it's, I mean, we're not even talking apples to apples here, people. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. And Rick and Morty gets really expensive when it's 9,500 bucks when you got all the options ticked. Okay, but here's, here's what I want to do right now. Here's what I want to do right now. I want to get you excited about this machine. And I think some people have been asking about Guns N' Roses. Is, is it popular? Is it mainstream enough? And I think you guys are crazy. You're crazy. Like, you don't understand the power of guns. It, this band is a mega band. There's very few mega bands in the world that have sold over 100 million albums, right? Who have go on world tours and make hundreds of millions of dollars. And these are global phenomenon bands. These aren't just like local acts, okay? This isn't like Imagine dragons like this is like a band that's going to be like in the culture forever right and there's very few bands like that i mean it their music stays around forever you still turn on a football game in 2020 you're going to hear welcome to the jungle like that's incredible you're not going to hear like imagine dragons in in, in 20 years 25 years you're just not going to hear it all right not not that i don't know why i'm saying imagine dragons like you, pinball people are imagine dragons fans so what i want to do for you right now is we know, one of the things we do know about Guns N' Roses is that there are 22 songs in the game. And I'm not sure exactly which 22 songs there are in the game, but that is incredible. And I'm hoping there's gonna be footage from the live concerts, but what I wanna do right now to get you excited for Guns N' Roses, I want you to hear what I think are gonna be the 22 songs in GNR. Now, I also think like, if you're a grown man and you want a pinball machine that's adrenaline pumping, that gets you going, that's actually music that grown men listen to, this ain't no pure imagination crap, people. This is what pinball should be revolved around, all right? Are you ready to rock? Let's do this. Do you know what the fuck you are? Do 
food truck you decide ladies and gentlemen i mean is this pin not gonna rock i mean when people say guns and roses does not have a good portfolio i mean for a band that doesn't have a lot of albums i mean imagine all that adrenaline pumping music with eric's design jjp quality and the sculpts and the mechs and i i mean i've seen the game i mean i know what this game's about and i'm just telling you get your collector's edition orders in today all right, and we need this pin right now. We need this pin. We got Avengers from Elwin, which is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I mean, this I think Elwin's Avengers is one of the coolest pins Stern Pinball's ever done. But we know Jersey Jack is just another level or two 
above what Stern gives us. We know that, but this is finally going to be the pin in which Keith Johnson doesn't overcomplicate it He's not going to do it. I know he's not going to do it because I can see on the inserts on the game that there's not too many inserts or arrows. It's going to be easy to understand how to play this game. And you're going to need, you're going to need to get a couple beers and couple buddies and get the energy level rocking and rolling with Guns N' Roses. I'm just, I'm just, can you hear me? I'm excited. Like this is what pinball is about. This is what it's about. A company that is about to reveal this game in October. The games will be on the line in October and games will go to customers in October. I mean, how amazing is that? This is not going to be any vaporware. This is not going to be empty promises. And we know that Eric, I think Eric and Elwin, man, they're battling it out for the best designers in pinball. So super exciting time, super exciting time. And really, man, that's the news. That's the news. We got a ton of stuff that we talked about this week. A lot of it was negative. A lot of it pulled us down. But I'm here to tell you, it's over. It's done. This is it, man. This is it. Avengers and Guns N' Roses are going to be the two games that I think excite thousands of pinball people out there. And I can't wait to play both of them. I mean, that's really where I am right now. I really can't wait to play both of them. Now, before I let you go, I want a couple things, a couple things. So tomorrow, tomorrow is a very special birthday. Tomorrow is is a birthday for a man who has changed pinball more than anyone. A man who has galvanized the people in the pinball community more than anybody. A man who is so well known in almost every forum out there when it comes to gaming and pinball. And I think all of you out there should wish this man a happy birthday tomorrow for all that he's contributed to the pinball hobby, to the arcade community, and that man is no other than yourself, Canada. I mean, come on, seriously, like what other person out there has been banned from every gaming forum? Everyone knows Canada in these forums. And look at all this great content you've got. You've got 510 plus episodes of Canada's Pinball Podcast, and you didn't even have to pay for it. And it's my birthday. And I know on my birthday that all of you out there really, really, really want to go on to Patreon and you want to say thank you, Canada, for all this free entertainment and enjoyment on your birthday. Take Brenda out for a special meal. No, she should be taking me out. It's my birthday. It's also someone else's birthday this weekend that I'm going to give a shout out. But before I do that, I do want to thank more people who have joined Patreon and are contributing to Canada's Pinball Podcast because I told you We're building a small army of people that actually contribute to this show. And I want to give these gentlemen a shout out and a thank you. And Brendan's been so happy because we've had a couple great meals. We're starting to take photos and we are going to share images with all of you who contribute to Canada's Pinball Podcast. We will share the images and the meals we had with your contributions. And here's what you get in return. You get the best pinball podcast in the world and it's cheap. It really is cheap considering all you get and how often you get it. So I want to give a shout out to the following people. These are the new members of the Canada Army that are actually contributing. So thank you, gentlemen. I really appreciate it. Chris Chapman. Thank you, Chris. Dave Sanders. Dave Sanders is the designer of Alien and Full Throttle over there in the UK. Thank you, Dave. Um, Roy Willis. Thank you, Roy. Clint Warren. Clint, thank you so much All right, for donating to Canada's Pinball Podcast. And if any of you want to donate off of Patreon, remember, it's just Ender Kouloris, K-O-O. L-U-R-I-S at gmail.com and we can party people. We can party together. All right. So here's the thing. Someone else is having a very special birthday this weekend and his friends hit me up and they said, Hey, look, Chris, 
This man is a big fan of yours, maybe your biggest fan. And I know it doesn't seem like that all the time, but you know, he listens to every single episode. I think they said he listens to every episode twice. Now, he's one of the smartest guys on Pinside, and because, you know, he was born a few days before me, he acquired all of the world's knowledge before I was able to get any of it. So that's why I always seem so stupid in his eyes at times. But it's really just, he's just mentoring me. And he and him and I, we go back years, decades, centuries together in our love of pinball. So I want to give a very, very special happy birthday shout out to the guy who seems to be in every single Pinside thread. His name is Flinnybus. His real name is Steve. Steve, happy birthday from your friends and Canada, the Purgatorians. All right, brother, have a great weekend. And I'm so happy you tune into every show. Everyone out there, let's put this week behind us with what happened on Monday. It's over. Let's celebrate the games that are out there. Let's respect all of these companies that work hard to get the games to us. And let's all realize once and for all, I mean, if this is not proof, that pinball is a manufacturing business, first and foremost. That design is a cost to get to manufacturing. And I think we should appreciate that fact because if these companies didn't figure out how to solve the manufacturing hurdles of pinball, we wouldn't have any. So I want to thank all of the people out there. And they'd listen to this show. You'd be surprised. All of the companies out there and all the individuals who work hard every week to get us pinball machines from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I really mean it. Thank you. Because you are working really hard on an industry that should be obsolete. But you love it. We love it. And you've kept it alive. None of us have kept it alive. You all have kept it alive. So thank you so much. And I'm really talking to you, George Gomez, because you listen. I know George listens to this show. I just, I know it. Everyone have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. (laughs) 